Hi, and welcome to Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative. This week, we will be discussing social media and its impact on our generation. We are your hosts, Ezra. And I'm Tara. Each week, Skilled Creative gives Year 11 and 12 students the opportunity to share their perspectives on a chosen topic. On this episode, we will be interviewing Ginny from G Social to talk more about social media. Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative. How, why? Who's this? Who are you? Who are you? Why are you back here listening to teenagers talking about experiences? Their lives. Their lives. Kind of strange. What information are you gathering? What are you doing with it? It's a bit sus. It's a bit, it's a bit sus, mate. Tara, what are we doing today? We're talking about social media. Talking about social media. We're also going to be joined by Ginny from G Social. She's a, she's a cool mm. person. Very excited for that. Very cool. And... I'm going to be telling a story later. Very about <laughs> what? I guess we'll have to see. It's a very interesting mm. story. Very personal story. So parasocial relationships. They're where someone idolizes someone so much that they think they're their friend. Yeah. It's like the relationship. It's like a celebrity. You, they don't know you, but you feel like you know them. It's weird. Like, um, like a lot of celebrities will be like, and influencers on social media especially will like, talk about how much they praise their fans and how mm. much they love them which is like giving false hope yeah to a lot of kids and like obviously we've fallen we've fallen into this trap before because we're teenagers yeah but yeah it's it's like you you know Bo Burnham yeah I know Bo Burnham you know how like in his comedy specials he's like the inside yeah oh, no. or was, just any of them there was one of the he did a special where he was like talking about like jokingly saying oh I don't love you no seriously like I don't I don't love you like I if I'm not giving you the content that you like then you should stop like looking at my looking at my things yeah you were talking about a girl who oh yeah where she um this girl wanted to be TikTok famous so she made a whole bunch of videos about talking about how she wanted to stab her sister yeah to the point where she actually did it this was when was when was this filmed? Um, I think it was a couple, maybe like two years ago. Oh really? Yeah. They see these crazy influencers doing crazy things, and they're like, "I could do that too." Yeah, they literally like. I feel like our generation, like obviously, like most teenagers get all of their news and information from TikTok, which is like mm. an app that's designed to show you things that you're you looking see. at. Yeah. You want to see. So if teenagers are constantly looking at things about mental health and people glorifying mental health it's going to affect them yeah always yeah it's no i what did i i saw this video the other day and it was like it's like the tumblr thing where like like especially teenagers were just constantly talking about mental health and glorifying it and it just manifested into something bigger because it ended up being people like making it into an aesthetic oh yeah yeah like it was a huge that's i guess what i mean by like how it's impacted our health yeah. i mean it's, it's like it's turning created, mental health into like some pretty fantasy yeah 
and it's like it's so easily accessible on social media and um it's so it's so weird but like of course there are some parts of the internet that are helpful for yeah of course people with mental health problems so like that they see that they're not alone yeah. in what they're going through it does give people more information yeah but it's so it's so harmful the amount of people that i know who have lost their lives because of oh, things gosh. that have happened on social media yeah like close friends of mine who have done horrible things to themselves because yeah. of like how it's been manifested on social media mm. Mm. <laughs> it's so sad it's so sad yeah <clears throat> Pressure in a we box. Have a fun <laughs> we have a fun game called Pressure in a Box. Basically, you can't see, but there's a box sitting. I got, yeah. Just a little box. Just a little box, and it says pressure in, in a box, and it's cool. Pressure. Pressure. Pressing down on me. P- push. Pushing down. Pushing down. <laughs> we have a tiny, tiny David Bowie in here. Um. Would you like to stop do the shaking honors? him? I'm David Bowie's just screaming inside <laughs> of the box. No. Um. Would you like to do the honors? I will do the honors. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear. I listen. I've. I'm like a bit of a hypochondriac, so. Doing absolutely anything slightly thrilling makes me think that I'm going to just die in that moment. <laughs> like, yeah. going on rides. But, no. Oh, my my roller coasters. Yeah. Oh, roller coasters. My biggest fear is um, being alone. That's, yeah. that's, it's not It's not fun. It's quite no. sad. Um, anyway. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. We put new questions in here. Just for the regular listeners. So, oh, you're welcome. What superpower would you choose if you could have one? Ooh, definitely shapeshifting. <sighs> what would you, what would you shapeshift into? Honestly, I'd be a bird. A bird? Yeah. So you can fly. Fly around and like feel what it's like to fly. Poop on people. <laughs> like a pigeon. I feel like being a pigeon would be good. Like a yeah, pigeon. it'd be fun. I would love that. I feel like there you go. Fire away. Oh, they're falling. They're falling out. Oh, no. She just put that one on the floor. Yeah. Um, what's the weirdest dream you've had? I think I had a dream. This isn't a weird dream. It's just a random dream. I had a... I feel like we need <laughs> some kind of music behind this. I'll put some in. Uh, I'm going to set the scene. Basically, I was like seven years old when yeah. I had this dream. And I, it's like the only memory I have from that time. But... I had a dream that I was like a turtle on the oh. beach. Like like it was like a really hot day and I was just a turtle. I was, I, that's it. Honestly, that's it. That would be lovely. I was literally just a turtle on a beach and I just have like one tiny little like image of that in my <laughs> head of like the memory of that and that's it. This is this is a good thing to finish on. <laughs> okay. Um if you were any ice cream flavor, what would you be? Oh. Uh. Mmm, bubblegum. Bubblegum? Yeah. Oh, no, I hate bubblegum. Oh, I love bubblegum. Really? Yeah. I, it's, no. It's my favourite one it since I was little. Bubblegum is like a sweet, fruity flavour and then you're mixing it with like cream. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It's nice. Isn't it? It's just kind of like fruity ice cream. <laughs> I think I know what I'd be. Yeah. I think I'd be vanilla ice cream, but you know the vanilla ice cream you buy, but it's like they sell it for more because they added like rainbows in it. Ah, uh, yeah. That'd be me. 
And I think you can imagine why. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll be back with a fun story. Ooh. Ooh. Hi, my name is Ezra. I'm 16 years old, and this is a small but significant part of my story. I remember the first time I cut my hair. The red-headed mother of three who was drenched in the smell of cheap perfume guided me onto the black leather seat. The first time she cut my hair, it was only just enough to fix the split ends and untangle the ball of unmaintained hair that my six-year-old self had not attended to. It was just enough to still tie my golden hair back with a pink ribbon. The next time I went, I greeted her with hair down to my hips. This time she cut it to my shoulders, just enough to put it into micro pigtails. My mother insisted that the lady painted a pink stripe onto my dark blonde bob cut. And so for a few weeks, it was enough to gain my mother's approval. The last time I went to this lady was when my locks had finally reached its limit. I had no care for the matted parts nor the split ends. In that moment, all I wanted was for the now graying lady to rid me of my Rapunzel persona. And so she guided me back to the same leather chair with bleach stains and chunks missing from it. She coated my scalp with water and cream and begun to untangle the ball. With each brush stroke, I felt my past chipping away. With each chop of the scissors, I felt new parts of my identity forming. Finally, she spun me around to reveal the same blonde bob I was known for. It felt like I had almost reached the finish line, but there was something missing. I went home and showed myself to the kitchen where I spotted the large grey scissors. I carried them down the hallway until I had reached the outdated 70s bathroom mirror. I stood there longingly, feeling detached from the person in front of me. And so it began, chunks of hair falling to my shoulders, then onto the pink tiled floor. I started to see the room slowly filling with hair that was not mine, parts of my body that I never felt like belonged to me. I finally made eye contact with Ezra staring back at me. I felt for the first time in my life, I was connected with my body. There were no labels or gender attached to it. I was just Ezra, and that's all I needed to be. Ginny is a social media marketing sensei, or some might say sensation. A social media agency, G Social, helps businesses connect with their audience through strategy, content, and a range of other marketing techniques. Her skills are evident in her Instagram page and website, gsocial.studio, with really clean, well-thought-out looks and content ideas. Welcome to Youth View, Jeannie. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on here. We've got some questions for you. Um, first of all, what was your inspiration for pursuing a career in social media? Um, okay, so I guess a little bit of a background to me is I actually started my foray into the business world uh, in real estate. And where I was working at the time, we had some awesome neighbors move into the business space next door. Um, and it was Treehouse Creative, which was a creative studio uh, headed up by um, Jason Van Gendron, who is um, somewhat of a sensation himself. And uh, I was just very lucky that once I'd finished my a business and marketing degree at the University of Newcastle, I was able to uh, get a bit of a foot in the door with the creative agency and uh, have some just experience there, uh, initially a couple of days a week and then eventually full time. So 
uh, what started as a couple of days a week soon soon became, you know, 10 years in a creative agency where I was able to work on some pretty amazing um, projects of everything from branding through to right through to um, large sort of national scale campaigns. Um, and working with Jason, who is a videographer and has won major accolades across the globe for his storytelling through video, um, really gave me some good uh, experience in content creation and storytelling, which dovetailed really, really beautifully with uh, social media world once that kind of exploded. So I think it's important to remember too that, that some of us, you know, we, we, we haven't been brought into the world with social media around us. So it was a very, very new experience at the time having this, this plat, these platforms kind of start to just explode around us and, and video and, you know, people would call it the YouTube and the Facebook and, you know, it, it was all just so new for us. So we've just sort of, you know, flown by the feet of our pants at the time and how fast it's evolved has been quite amazing to watch as well so yeah. so keeping up with it and and yeah so I guess a couple of years ago when I decided to just go out on my own and just do the social media side of, of what I knew um, I was armed with uh, some great you know skills in terms of storytelling and content creation uh, mm. as well so yeah so I guess that that's just been you know a bit serendipitous um, having that kind of set of skills that has all come together um, and married really nicely in the social space. Yeah, awesome. Um, why do you think that social media is such a powerful tool for businesses? I think what social media did was it kind of changed the way that businesses related to and communicated with their consumers. So traditional media, television ads, print advertising, magazines, that kind of media was always a very one-way conversation where it was the businesses telling their customers about their products and services um, and, and, you know, the benefits of them and everything like that. Uh, whereas social media now in very live, you know, setting, you can put a post up and you get feedback on it straight away. So I think it's really made the relationships that you have with your customers a lot uh, more, I guess, emotional, a, a very deeper sort of uh, level of connection where mm. um, you're talking to them almost in real time on a very regular basis. So I think it's changed that, that nature of, of advertising quite a lot in that respect yeah definitely um so obviously me and tara are filming a youth podcast and we were wondering what your views are on how us young people use and interact with social media so i think i'm still trying to get my head around how the next generation um actually interacts with social media it's very different than how i um use social media and relate to social media and even how my parents use social media and relate to social media. So I think for businesses that are in that marketing space, even like me, it's, re it's really important for us to realize that different generations use dif social media differently mm. and they're on different platforms as well. So when you're, when you're thinking about your product or service and trying to get it out in the social space, you need to think about who's using your product and you need to, to do some research on that, which, which age brackets and, and what industries uh, I use people use social media for so I think that's really important I think that's something I'm still learning yeah. um and so yeah it would be even great for me to do a little bit more research on some of the newer platforms that have emerged mm -hmm. like TikTok um and how people are getting their entertainment and their news and everything in those sort of spaces as well mm. well in your opinion what is the most powerful and influential social platform at the moment so I think Facebook still is at the forefront uh, that's, the, that's still at the highest level of, of international users um, and daily users. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, it, it's because also Facebook was, you know, first there, it was the first big one. Everything's integrated within within it. You know, it's now, you know, it's bought out Instagram. It, all of your business advertising is run through your Facebook backend, which is your business manager. Mm-hmm. So I think that still is the predominant uh, social media platform that people gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that Instagram is not too far behind in terms of overtaking it. And I think that the explosion of video, um, which Instagram is a much better platform in terms of the way that it's laid out the functionality to be able to um, digest video and all the different, you know, placements of stories and highlights and news feeds and, and that kind of thing. So I think eventually, in my opinion, um, Instagram will overtake Facebook. Um, so I think that's definitely a platform that if you're not on that you need to just spend some time thinking about how that could fit for your brand. Um, it's definitely increasing at a very steady uh, growth rate. So, yeah, I think, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> So do you have any uh, extra points of, or advice for anyone who's interested in finding a career in social media and social marketing and all that? Yeah, so I guess a couple of points. Um, like I said before, is, is number one would be to find what platform audiences are on. So if, if you're working on a, on a client's um, business or working on your own business, have a think about, you know, there's so many to choose from, the Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and the list goes on. So try to have a think about, yeah, which which one is going to be the best fit for you or which couple are going to be the best fit for you and really nail the, the content and the, the connections on those before mm-hmm. moving on to add any more into your wheelhouse. Um, you can check out a website called uh, socialmedianews.com.au and that will give you some really good statistics on um, social media use in Australia. So how many people are on each of those sites, what age brackets are using them, and that will give you some really good data to start with. I think staying up to date with social media is another really difficult or big thing to do. I think socials are, you know, they're just ever evolving. Mm. Um, so an account like Social Media Examiner, which is more of a blog site, so Social Media, social media Examiner, um, keeping up to date with some of the articles that come out on that and even on their socials, um, that'll just help keep you at the very edge of what's going to happen next and what mm. they're testing to roll out. Um, Another big thing that, that clients come to me for is social media planning, so content planning. So how, how do I plan? What do I post? That kind of thing. So I think planning ahead is a really big thing. Um, so any, any content that you have available to you um, will be obviously your main content that you're going to be putting out there, but then working on the content that you don't have as well. So whether that's going to be images, videos, whether that's going to be you know, entertainment or educational or anything like that. I think that's really important. I think the other points that we need to look at is content creation. So even if it's just you on your app, on your iPhone, playing with videoing and editing, um, you know, we have these amazing things in our pockets called iPhones, which we use for (laughs) everything except actual phone calls, I think, these days. And there's just so much apps available for editing um you know find something you're passionate about whether it's the surf fashion music festivals your pets whatever it is um even if you never post any of the content um you'll get a lot better with your with your skills and you'll get a lot faster and and you'll be able to monetize that eventually so Mm -hmm. so that's that's a really important thing and i think last last my last point would be to get experience 
like any kind of experience that you can get, whether it's in your family business, whether it's in a friend's family business, whether, you know, you can sit down with your, your local coffee shop um, and, and ask them if, they, if you can just, you know, sit with them and have a meeting about how they do their socials, whether you can knock on the door at a, a creative agency and just ask to, you know, intern there for a couple of hours a week and get a sense of, of how they manage social media accounts. I think experience is some of the best knowledge that you can get. So it, it, that translates, you know, that real world experience really translates so so nicely um, to the the knowledge that you know, you know, even as users yourself or a, any studies that you're doing, that real world application is very important. All right. So we have two final questions that we ask every guest on the show. Firstly, if you could have dinner with any two people, dead or alive, who would they be and why? Oh, okay. Um, I think because I'm in the space I am at the moment and with how rapidly the, the metaverse is, is um, developing, I think uh, Mark Zuckerberg would be my first choice because I think, um, you know, we're kind of at the tail end. By the time they roll these things out, we're at the tail end of, of the planning for whatever it is they've been working on. Um, so I think, you know, it, Facebook and, and Meta, it's called Meta now, is such a huge, you know, beast and they have so many resources to to research and develop so many new things. I think it'd be really amazing to sit down with him and just see what his vision for the future is. Um, because I think that, yeah, the things that they're working on now, the ideas that they're generating now, you know, we probably won't hear or see of them for a long time yet. So it'd be almost be like peeking into the future. You know, I think that would be really cool. And um, secondly, my second choice, um, I've just actually uh, finished watching a series on SBS called uh, Halt and Catch Fire. And it's all about the race uh, in the 80s, the race to develop the first PCs and the the, um, the launch of the internet and, and all of these, you know, companies in Silicon Valley that were that were racing to be, you know, the first to develop all the new technology. And um, they reference Apple and Steve Jobs quite a bit in, in the in the show. And so I think um, I think it'd be awesome to sit down with Steve Jobs back then in the 80s before they actually developed, you know, the PCs before Mac was even a a brand before any of that and just really ha have a look at, you know, p pick his brain about what he thought about the future and, and see, you know, whether that concept of having a, a computer carrying around in your pocket was, you know, e even in his mind back then, I think back then, you know, anything was possible. There wasn't anything there and there was just so much opportunity and, and everyone trying ideas and bringing them to life. I think that would be really, really inspiring to sort of sit down with him back in, in that day and age. Awesome. Uh, one more question. Yep. Do you have a favourite childhood memory? Oh, I think uh, my mind uh, all all of a sudden goes back to I've just started um, picking up some adult ice skating lessons <laughs> for a bit of fun. And um, I, my mind just goes straight back to, um, I'm from the States originally, to scraping off some ponds out in the bush somewhere and and getting the blades on and just being out in nature and just skating around and having that really good sense of freedom. So I think that would be, yeah, that what comes to mind initially when you say that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, well, thank you so much again for coming out and talking to us today. Um, it's been amazing hearing about your career and your insights and hearing about G Social. It's, it's, it's really cool. So thank you so much for coming out. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. That was a lovely conversation. All good. Um, you have a nice day, Ginny. You too. See you later, girls. See Bye. you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Youth View. Thank you to Skilled Creative for giving us this opportunity and special thanks to Ginny from G Social for joining us this week. Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative. Thank you.